back on what happened this past weekend in Jimmy Athletics. And we'll also look forward to what is going to happen. We have some great interviews. We have some great post-game sound from UJ's 3-0 sweep over William Penn in their first ever men's volleyball home game at Harold Newman Arena. That was on Friday night. And we'll also have an in-depth interview with Megan Keel, the head track and field coach at the University of Jamestown, as they're coming off a great meet at St. John's. And as they get ready to compete for the GPAC Indoor Championships in Mitchell, South Dakota this weekend. And then we'll catch up with Dean Stork, head coach of the men's hockey team. They split their weekend series against the University of Mary. Lost a tough one, 2-1 to one at home on Friday, even though they outshot the Marauders by 20 shots. Just couldn't get the puck to go in the net. But then they went on the road Saturday uh, in Mandan and defeated the University of Mary 6-2. to two. Alan Press, the senior from Red Deer, Alberta, he had a huge shorthanded goal that uh, got Jimmy's even at 1-1, and then he ended up with a hat trick. Uh, that goal was really big. Uh, Jason Richter also had a goal along with Kale Bell and Jeremy McNeil. And so that was a big road win. Tyson Brower had 32 stops in that win. So after struggling in the 2-1 to loss at home, the Jimmys battled back and got uh, good results on the road in Mandan against the University of Mary. Track and field. The Jimmy track and field teams competing in their last regular season indoor meet before going to the GPAC uh, championships this weekend in Mitchell. They were in Collegeville, Minnesota, competing at the St. John's meet. And Kylie Voigt, the senior from Jamestown, she qualified for the NAI Indoor National Championships in the 400-meter dash as she had a time of 58.79 seconds to meet the NAI provisional qualifying standard. She also set a new meet record in the event, uh, really crushing the old mark by nearly two seconds. So great job by Kylie. Julia Johnson, who's already qualified for the national championships in the long jump, she also set a new meet record with uh, a jump of 5.25 meters, breaking the old mark of 5.18. Carmen DeVries, a sophomore from Winslow, Illinois, she took the 200-meter dash in a time of 26.75 seconds. And then that outstanding relay team of Kristen Bro, DeVries, Megan Orr, and Voigt, uh, one in a time of four minutes, 4.70 seconds, destroying the old meet record, which was 4.16.17. That was set back in 2013. So they broke the old meet record by nearly 12 seconds. That's uh, pretty incredible. On the med side, at the same meet, uh, Andrew Hornig had another outstanding meet. Andrew from right here in Jamestown. He is a senior. Uh, Andrew took the 800-meter run in a time of just over two minutes, so two minutes, .04 seconds. That was his collegiate best. And then Tyson Akers, the sophomore from Delax, he won the long jump with a top mark of 6.31 uh, meters. So some uh, excellent results for track and field uh, at the St. John's meet. Softball, the Jimmy softball team off to a really good start. They went 3-1 and one over the weekend. They started the weekend uh, Friday down in Aberdeen by beating presentation 16 to nothing. Uh, Morgan Geisler, Cassie Ward, and Santina Zito all had home runs in a six-run third inning. Then they lost a tough 5-4 decision to number 10th-ranked Valley City State. The Jimmies actually battled back. They were down 4 nothing heading into the fifth. They scored four runs in the fifth but gave up a run in the bottom of the seventh uh, to fall 5-4. to four. Came back on Saturday 
and did a great job and came back and won a couple games as they swept uh, their games on Saturday. They defeated Dakota State and Dickinson State. Uh, they beat Dakota State uh, by the score of 6-3. to three. Uh, The Jimmies uh, getting the victory there. They had 17 hits in that game, out-hitting Dakota State 17-7. to seven. And they also earned a win over Dickinson State 8-2. to two. Again, double digits and hits. 14 hits for the Jimmies in that game. They jumped all over Dickinson State early with four in the first and four in the second inning. Katie Merchant got the win in the first game. And uh, in the second game, uh, Anne-Marie Crandallmeyer got the win for the University of Jamestown. So the Jimmies are now 3-1 and one on the season before they head uh, back down to to Aberdeen to play in four games, basically against the same four teams. That is also on Friday and Saturday. And and through four games, the Jimmies certainly, uh, they've outscored their opponents 34-10 to 10 in those four games as a team hitting a blistering 463, led by Mariah Wick, who's hitting 583 after four games. So very impressive that on the mound, the Jimmies with a 1.91 ERA. Uh, Katie Merchant, who is 2-0 on the season, is yet to give up an earned run. And so the Jimmies are looking forward to continuing their good run this weekend uh, back down at Aberdeen in the bubble at uh, Presentation College. Jimmy basketball teams were on the road at Morningside. Uh, the Jimmy men were facing the number one team in the country in Morningside and, and suffered a tough loss, 111-85. to The Jimmies had the lead in the first half. Uh, Morningside put together a good run at the end of the first half to grab a 45-36 lead. Then they jumped all over the Jimmies early in the second half and ran away with it. Jimmy shot the ball well. They shot 50% from the field, made 11 of 24 threes. That's nearly 46%. But the number one ranked uh, Morningside Mustangs were just too much. Uh, Mason Walters had 21 points uh, to lead the Jimmies, the freshman actually coming off the bench uh, to spark uh, UJ in that game. On the women's side, the Jimmy women really gave the Morningside women a run for their money. Uh, Morningside ranked number seven in the country. They earned their 20th win of the season, uh, 74 to 60. The Jimmies uh, were down 31 to 25 at the half, but outscored Morningside 26-23 in the third quarter. Had a great chance to win the game in the fourth, but Morningside outscored Jamestown 20 to nine in the fourth quarter to earn the victory. Uh, Paige Schmidt led the, the Jimmies with 11 points. Noel Joseph had eight rebounds and five assists to lead. The Jimmies, when you take a look at this, the last week of the regular season, uh, the Jimmies, both the men and the women, will head down to Sioux City, Iowa on Wednesday and take on um, Briar Cliff. You look at the men's standings right now, the Jimmies uh, on the men's side are in seventh place. They're 9-9. Nine and nine. They are one game behind Mount Marty and Concordia, who are both 10-8, and eight, and they are two games behind Dort. So really probably the best the Jimmies can hope for uh, more than likely is to finish fifth, which would be a good spot to be in. They've played two very competitive games against Dort. Morningside's already won the GPAC regular season. They actually have a four-game lead over second place Dakota Wesleyan. Uh, Morningside is 17-2 and two and 25-2 and two overall. The Jimmies are 18-10 and 10 overall and 9-9 nine and nine in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They will finish the regular season at home Saturday when they host Concordia. On the women's side, again, a very, very tough race as uh, – as we've mentioned many times, four teams ranked in the top 10. Now, Concordia, who's now overtaken Hastings for the number one spot, is ranked number third. They're 19-1 in the league. 
Number two ranked Hastings is 18 and two. Number seven Morningside, uh, the school that Jimmy's just lost to, 14 and six. Dort is number nine at 13 and seven. They're tied with Dakota Wesleyan, who's ranked 13th at 13 and seven. Then you've got Northwestern at 11 and nine, and the Jimmy's at nine and 11. So the Jimmy's have a two game lead. They're in seventh place over eighth place Mount Marty, and they're two games and back in Northwestern. So probably looking at a seventh place finish, depending on what happens this week. This week, if they were to finish seventh, then they would travel to Hastings, who even though they're ranked number two, even though they're twenty six and two on the year, the Jimmys have given Hastings a real run for their money in both those basketball games. So it'll be interesting to see what happens this week. We've got, as we mentioned, the uh, University of Jamestown track and field teams are competing in the GPAC championships in Mitchell, South Dakota. The baseball team actually gets their season underway, hopefully, uh, weather permitting down in Joplin, Missouri. And um, and then the GPAC uh, men's wrestling championships are taking place in Sioux City, Iowa this week as well. We'll have a conversation on our later podcast this week with Dan Lovell to talk about his team. But coming up next, we're going to delve into men's volleyball. A very exciting night as the Jimmy men's volleyball team won their first ever home match as they defeated uh, Briar, or excuse me, uh, William Penn, uh, three nothing. We have some great uh, post game sound, and we're going to catch up with with some of the guys afterward. Kaylor Cox is one of the young men, freshman from Helena, Montana, that we caught up with after the match, and here's what he had to say. With Kyler Cox after today's three zero sweep at home, first ever match. So what did it feel like to actually get play in Harold Newman Arena? Uh, it felt good. It was nice to have a crowd and some supporting fans to watch us and make history today as a team and a good group of guys to play with. You guys are off to a 6-1 and one start. Is that better than you could have imagined? Yeah, I think so. I wasn't sure what to expect when I was coming out here, and I wasn't sure how the how the guys were going to interact with one another, but we get along great, and I think 6-1 is a great, great start. Talk about your journey, not only to the University of Jamestown, but to college volleyball. Growing up in Montana, how did that happen? Uh, my dad played over the years since he was a kid, and I picked it up when I was young because of him, and been playing ever since, playing with girls, and then started playing on a boys team, and Coach Salmon eventually saw me and uh, asked me to play, so I'm here. So you're not the prototypical outside hitter. You know, you're not 6'4", 6'5", which obviously you've got great ability. And people, when they were recruiting, you say, well, you need to be a little barrel, or you need to be a back row player. How were people recruiting you, and how did they see you? Uh, I was told a lot of time that I was a little too short to play front row, but my dad always told me when I was younger that I needed to work harder, jump higher, keep working on my vertical so I can compete with the guys that are 6'3", 6'4", and make it to where I am right now. So you guys are off to a great start. What's the goal for this team? The goal for the team is to make it to the Nationals and try to do as best we can. Well, it was great catching up with Kaler after the win. Again, just a freshman from Helena, Montana, and quite the journey uh, to get to the University of Jamestown. And you look at his stats, he has 65 kills on the year. That's ranked in the top five on the team. He also has um, five assists, eight service aces, which is uh, ranked number one on the team. Uh, he also, he's just a very versatile player, does a lot of a lot of great things, usually leads the team in digs or is right up there at the top. And if you have a chance, check out the Jimmy Athletics Twitter feed. You'll see an amazing play that Kaler uh, made in this contest to not just save a point, but but to win the point. It was uh, really one of the most exciting plays I think you'll, you'll ever uh, see in volleyball. We also caught up uh, with Austin Jacob. Austin is a freshman from Houston, Texas, and Austin's been doing an excellent job, especially 
on the front row, and we caught up with Austin, and here's what he had to say after Friday night's match. You finally got to play at home. What did it feel like? It was so fun playing at home. I think this, um, all the practice we've had is finally paying off. Um, it's fun to, good crowd coming out, a lot of the community and some of the student athletes here that have we've supported. Uh, it's good to see them support us. Um, it's a fun win. You guys are 6-1. and one. Talk about the chemistry you guys are developing on and off the court. Yeah, yeah. I think these tough practices are all leading up to team bonding on the court. And chemistry, especially me being a middle, is so important um, in the middle position with the setter. Um, I just think it's good. You know, we eat together at the calf. We hang out outside of the court. Um, I just think it's all coming together well. You guys are 6-1. and one. Are you surprising yourselves a little bit? Maybe a little bit, but, I mean, we know we have the tools to be one of the best teams in NAIA right now. Um, it's just fun fun to see us coming out and actually playing, getting a win here. It had to be a long fall. You guys are practicing, 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 waiting for the regular season to finally come. Was it worth the wait? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, we put, we put quality time into the court and into the gym every day. Um, so, so good to see it finally paying off on the court. And the final student athlete we caught up with after Friday night's exciting win is freshman center Derek Correa. And Derek is from Vega, Baja, Puerto Rico. And Derek, certainly a long way from home, but he certainly has a love for volleyball. He's been doing an outstanding job as the Jimmy Setter. And we talked a little bit about the start to the season and his journey here to the University of Jamestown. Well, how good did it feel to finally get to play at home? Uh, we've been waiting for this moment like for at least six months like, since we started practicing and it feels good like to have the crowd cheer for us and have everyone cheering for us. It, it feels good. Talk about your journey to the University of Jamestown. Uh, how did that all happen and how have you been feeling about your experience here today? Uh, coming from Puerto Rico, uh, coach contacted me out of nowhere and I it was a, an honor like to have him as a coach like to reach out to me because he was an Olympic player. And it feels amazing to be here and to play for him. So it's a whole new team, obviously. Brand new program, you know, no veterans on this team. You guys have to gel. How important was the fall to get ready for what you're doing right now? It was pretty important because that's where the bond started and where we got to, we got to know each other. And yeah, it, it feels like a family right now. You guys are 6-1, and one, off to a great start. Are you a little bit surprised by how well you're playing, or do you feel like things are coming together the way you thought they would? I think like we deserve this because we worked hard from August to here. I, we deserve this wins, and we've been working hard for it. What's the goal for this team? Get to nationals. That's it. Well, it was great catching up with those three guys after that impressive 3-0 win over William Penn to open the home season for University of Jamestown men's volleyball. They will have their hands full this week as they travel to number six park on Friday at Park University in the Kansas City area. They are 8-0 and on the season, ranked number six in the country. And then Saturday night, they'll travel across the border into Kansas and take on Ottawa University, who is ranked number 10. They are 5-3 and right now on the season. So a big test on the road this weekend for University of Jamestown men's volleyball. Up next, we're going to talk with Megan Keel the head men's and women's track coach for the University of Jamestown. Their regular season for the indoor is coming to a close, 
but not before the Great Plains Athletic Conference Championship meet in Mitchell, South Dakota on Dakota Wesleyan's campus will take place Friday and Saturday. And they're coming off some really solid performances the last two weeks. We caught up with Coach Keel to talk about that. Coming off an outstanding meet at St. John's over in Minnesota and getting ready for the GPAC championships, we've got head track and field coach Megan Keel. And Coach, do you feel like your team is, I hate to use that word, but it gets used a lot in track and field, but do you feel like they're peaking at the right time getting ready for the uh, conference championships? Absolutely. We've done, we've been getting better and better every week. And yep, we are going to be primed and ready to go for the GPAC championships this upcoming weekend. Looking back into your indoor season, it actually started outdoors, so to speak. You took a trip to Alabama over the Christmas break. How did that play into the success you're having now? Um, it just, you know, it just gave us a leg up. It allowed us to have some um, longer endurance volume training um, with each of our kids. Um, you know, an outdoor track is a lot nicer on your body. And now that we've been on our, you know, older three-lane indoor track, um, you know, we're 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 spending a lot of time in the training room trying to take care of our bodies to keep things going so um, definitely being down in Alabama and getting that you know a little bit more of a base with our training was was amazing. Kylie Voigt qualified for nationals at St. John's but the last couple weeks especially looking at results you see a lot of PRs school records meet records what are some of the things that really stood out to you in terms of performances the last couple weeks? Um, you know just to talk about a few people um, yeah, Kylie Voigt qualifying for nationals. Um, you know, we kind of we kind of expect that from a couple of our people, um, but you, you take it for granted that it's it doesn't just come easily. Um, she's really had to work for that this year, and you know we've kind of tweaked her training a little bit. So when it hasn't happened earlier like she wanted, you have to keep reminding her to trust the process. You know, we knew that this might happen, um, and then I think when it did finally end up happening things were good but in addition to Kylie um, you know Andrew Horning as a senior running every single week in the 600 or the 800 having a PR just dropping a second here and there like that's huge um, and you know it's it's funny because he's had coach Crawford to train under he's trained under me and the best training that he's gotten is from his uncle, Jim Clark. And I just, I'm finding the irony in that, that it's been in front of him the whole time. And now he's having the best success with his uncle as his coach. Um, Tyson Akers is qualified in four events for conference. So watch out for him. That's going to be great. Um, Carmen DeVries, Julia Johnson have just been really stellar athletes for us. Julia's already qualified for um, the triple jump for nationals. Um, she's ranked number one in the GPAC, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, I think her freshman year, she was she came out of nowhere and had a really good triple jump, won the North Star. Um, and then, you know, we moved to the GPAC, and it's a little more challenging. But for her to come in her senior year, turn back around and win the GPAC and the triple jump would be a really cool feat. Um, Braden Knutson broke our 300-meter school record as a freshman. He's a kid to watch out for. Uh, Alex Bishop from Washington attempted 201 in the high jump this weekend, which is national qualifying. Another one to watch out for. I think the big thing here is, you know, we've got some really, really awesome leaders. Megan Orr, Lindy Chadwick, Julia Johnson, Andrew Horning, that whole group. Um, and 
we're young still, you know, there's just a lot more depth with our team. So some really great things to look for, um, some really great things happening. What else do you want to know, Sean? What about team goals? Do you have a team goal for, for indoor? Uh, you know, it's always just to, to improve upon the year before. So last year, the women got eighth. Uh, I'd be hard pressed to guess they're not going to get sixth or seventh this year. Um, And on the the men's side, you know, we're still we're still building, we're still getting the depth that we need. Uh, Once again, just be better than last year. Always great to talk to Coach Key on her program. She's doing an outstanding job as our head coach. And again, the GPAC Indoor Track and Field Championships are Saturday. That's at Mitchell, South Dakota, Friday and Saturday, I should say. A very, very tough conference, the GPAC, so a, a stiff test for the Jimmies they head down there. And hopefully they can maybe pick up another national qualifier to the NEI Indoor National Championships. It's just down the road, March 6th, 5th, 6th, and 7th at South Dakota State in Brookings, South Dakota. Great facility there and a great opportunity to watch the Jimmies compete at nationals. Finally, our last conversation it was with men's hockey coach Dean Stork following his team split with the University of Mary. The Jimmies now 25 on the season, a school record for victories in season number four. They will travel to Midland this weekend, and then March the 3rd, the announcement will be made that week on the appearance for the national tournament, which that takes place in Frisco, Texas, March 19th through the 29th. We've caught up with Coach Stork and asked him to assess his team at this point of the season. University of Jamestown men's hockey team coming off a split of a two-game series with the University of Mary. And, you know, it's kind of interesting, Dean, because you, Mary, is quote-unquote a Division II team, but really I see them as a Division I team. They've got the number one-ranked team in Division II. They operate like a Division I team. So it's always a, a great series when the two of you guys play. Yes, it is. They're, uh, it's funny. We had a good conversation, me and Dan, before the game, and, and you, Mary. Um, you know, w- we wish you, Mary, would get a little bit of help from the ACHA and uh, get them moving along into D1. They're definitely, if they were a D1 team, they would be ranked in the top 20. Uh, Dan puts together a, a good group of kids, a lot of local guys from Bismarck that have played junior there. So he's got a good recruiting uh, background there to work with kids in that area. Um, yeah, they're a strong team. They compete hard. Um, you know, they deserve to beat us at, at home. Uh, I thought we just couldn't penetrate net fronts on Friday night. We couldn't get those second efforts. Um, but the guys responded Saturday night in you, Mary. Yeah, you bounced back after a 2-1 loss, and you went 6-2 in Bismarck in their barn. And they got up one nothing. and Alan Press came through with a big uh, shorthanded goal, ended up with a hat trick. But that goal, I think, seemed to really spark your team. Absolutely. I think it was a momentum changer. Uh, you know, we got down one. Uh, we didn't panic. This team doesn't panic. We uh, we kind of just kind of looked at each other and, uh, you know, something switched in their minds where they just wanted to uh, execute a little bit more and, and, and move their feet a little bit more. I thought you, Mary, kind of sat back a little bit after that goal. And uh, we were fortunate enough to get that shorthanded goal. Just threw a lot of hard work from Jason Richter and Alan Press. You travel to Midland this weekend, two games down there before the field for the national tournament gets announced. I'm sure you want to uh, go in on a high note. We do. You know, we want to make sure that we're playing at the highest level we can possibly play. It's 
playoff hockey right now for us, and we want to make sure we're we're hitting that peak uh, right into nationals. Um, you know, guys are guys are taking care of their body right now. They're um, you know we, we we're going to miss our workout in the morning tomorrow morning just strictly because of on ice practice. I think we need a little more focus on on ice than off ice. So guys are excited, and uh, they've got a lot of seniors. So you know, this is the last kick to the can, so to speak, for them, and uh, I think they're excited for it. Yeah, this is an unusual uh, season because, again, you started this program four years ago. Mm-hmm. You've got a ton of seniors. Obviously, their sense of urgency and, and wanting to do well and finish on the right note has got to be really high right now. It is, you know, 16 of them. So uh, all 16 are playing, and um, they love each other. They've built a tight bond four years ago when I recruited them. And, um, you know, I always tell them, you know, you want to leave the program better than the way you came in and um, finish on a high high note. And how do you want to be remembered uh, at the University of Jamestown? So these guys are kind of uh, dwelling on it, and uh, and I hope uh, they perform and and execute uh, when we head into nationals. We've hoped you enjoyed this edition of the Everything Jimmy Athletics podcast. It was great catching up with three of our men's volleyball student-athletes, Derek Correa, Austin Jacob, and Kaylor Cox. Also great to have conversations with track and field head coach Megan Keel and men's hockey coach Dean Stork. This will be the first of two podcasts for this week. Uh, later on this week, we'll have a conversation with men's wrestling coach Dan Lovell as they get ready to compete in the GPAC championships this weekend in Sioux City, Iowa. We'll also follow up on Jimmy Men's and Women's Basketball as Wednesday night they will be at Briarcliff. We'll get you ready for everything on the weekend, including the senior day activities for Men's and Women's Basketball. That'll be Saturday when we take on Concordia University of Nebraska in the last GPAC regular season game of the year. We certainly appreciate you listening. Pass this along to all your friends, family, Jimmy alums. It's available right now on Spotify and Anchor and hopefully on other platforms very soon. Thanks for listening. We'll catch up with you later in the week. And go, Jimmy.